I hope everybody is great today. This is Terrence B., a.k.a. The Reb. You can reach me at my new coaching website, mymvtcoaching.com, or send me an email at eichlermedia at gmail.com, and if I can help you or one of your groups through a motivational, inspirational speech geared to exactly what you're looking to grow and learn about, please do contact me. It would be my great pleasure to do that. Not that I claim to know more than anybody else. I don't claim to know everything, but you can talk to me about anything. And I hope we uh, can move along together as we move between what I heard a Rav Unger call this morning, Benkos Lukos. Of course, he was referring to the coast of Yayan, or the many cups of wine on Perm, and the cup of wine, the Arbacosis, that we all consume, Be'ezer Tashem, Ke'gizum Te'ed, on Leil Seder. So there's a connection between Perm and Pesach. What do you think it is? There is, brought down in many Mephoshim, that there is a Hemshech, which is really a much stronger word than continuation. It means a connection, a bond, a strong, stark, galvanized connection. What do you think it is? 718-683-5858. So give me a call, and even in Mittendrinen, you can call me. Our producer, Ron, will take the call, and he'll tell me what's the connection between Pidim and Pisah. Now, speaking of connections, if you look, and I know you have, in the part of this, so, Kaddish Baruch Hu spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu, saying, speak to the Bnei Yisrael, saying, my Shabbos you shall keep. For it's a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Almighty that sanctifies you. So, my dear friend, Rabbi Zelen Pliskin, brings down the Gemara and Shabbos, describing the Shabbos as a special gift to Matana that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to the Jewish people. So the Chofetz Chaim has cited two Meshulam, two parables, to illustrate how Shabbos serves as a sign of the relationship between the Jewish people and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when two people are engaged to be married, the custom is to send each other gifts. And even if there are certain difficulties which can arise between between them, should they come up, as long as they keep the gifts, they're not giving them back, that they receive from each other, so you know that they are still planning to get married. In most instances, unless mom, is, you know, they just hold on to the gift to get whatever they can, but most people are not like that. But if we see that they have returned the gifts, then we know that the relationship, relationship rather, between them is again, it's over. 
not allowed in Wishtar on anybody. Similarly, as long as a person observes Shabbos Kodesh, we know that he or she has a relationship with the Rabbinish Lilim. But if a person, as it were, were to return the gift of Shabbos, then for that moment, the relationship ceases to exist. Lo Aleno. So the Vopas Chaim offers another illustration. When a person opens a new store, they put out a spanking brand new beautiful sign that proclaims to the world to everybody what kind of store it is. If it's a clothing store, there'll be the sign says that says um, exquisite men's clothing, all sizes, the best styles and the best prices. If it's a supermarket, it'll be Fatug's mod. Well, we've got everything for you, schmaltz, herring, and beef, and cookies, everything that you could possibly need to put on your table and serve your family and guests. Now, the sign is going to tell everybody what kind of store it is. If it's a jewelry store, they'll put out a display of jewelry or whatever it is. I mean, you can be a rocket scientist or that. A tailor will have a symbol that shows he's a tailor. A shoemaker, a symbol that shows he's a shoemaker. Even a person that might be traveling away for a while, now as long as his sign is still on the outside of the store, everybody will expect that eventually he's going to come back, show up, and run the store and help people and sell his merchandise. All of us. As soon as he takes down his emblem from the store, unless he's doing renovation, you know that he no longer plans to return. Now, when you observe Shabbos, we are testifying that a Kaddish Baruch created the world in six days and rested on the seventh. So by keeping Shabbos, you proclaim that you have this awareness even if you're not perfect, you don't have it down pat, nonetheless, you are still testifying that you want to follow the will, the rutsin of a Kaddish Baruchel. A person who fails to keep Shabbos has, in effect, taken down the sign. And that is the reason, my friends, for the importance of Shabbos observance and the severity of failing to observe it. Take a look at the Chofetz Chaim Torah on this Parsha, Gisisa. So Rabbi Pliskin brings down a very telling story that before 1948, before the, you know, the War of Independence in Eretz Israel, members of the Israel ID, the uh, IDF, the equivalent of that, the forerunner of it, known as the Haganah, once used an open space very close to the Kazanisha's home as a site for target practice. So one of the officers respectfully uh, approached the Kazanisha and said to him, Rebbe, Altidag, do not worry about the shooting. These shots come from our boys. It's okay. 
you know what the Khazmish said to the young officer? I'm more afraid of your shots on Shabbos, replied the Khazmish, than I am of the Arabs the other days of the week. Look it up in Parador. Taka, that's the way it is. Now, of course, the Kulik Nefesh may require a person to actually defend vis-a-vis whatever is necessary. But here, it wasn't the Kulik Nefesh at that moment. This was just, this was practice, target practice. They did not have to do that on Shabbos. Nothing would be missing if they didn't take the target practice on Shabbos. But they disregarded Hilfa Shabbos and um, fabricated a, a rationale in which to take the target practice, which was really Phil Shabbos. There was no faculty effort at that at that moment. And the Chazanish, in his wisdom and warmth, did, uh, did exactly what you would hope a Godwin would do, which is to reprimand the person, but in a gentle and instructive way, by saying, I am more afraid of your shots on Shabbos than I am of the Arabs the other days of the week. We might think about that. Observing Shabbos Kurdish is a sign of our relationship with the Rabbani Shalakim. Between Purim and Pesach, this is Terence B, a.k.a. the Reb, the Reb of the Cause, the Cause is you on JRoot. Hope you listen to us on all our streaming sites, on the Appy App apps, on the phone lines. Yes, we are here for you. So let us know that you're there because we want to let you know that we are here for you. Send your contribution to JRoot today and let us know that you're there and we want to do more for you and with you. You can reach me right now. What do you think the connection is, the hampshire between Perm and Faisal? The number, 718 683. Five eight, five eight. Parents, me. You can talk to me about anything, even though I don't know everything. Far from it. You know, I was listening to a story today about uh, I believe it was the Briskerov. They had a very, very deep shy about whether or not to make a certain protest in in Eretz Israel. This was going back many years ago, and it was an issue that had to do with a uh, with a young man. I don't remember exactly what the, what what the issue was. The question was whether or not to protest or not, and they only had 15 minutes. And they asked the brisker rub, and he said he needed to think about it. They had 10 minutes, then five minutes, then three minutes, and he and he was still thinking and thinking and looking and thinking. At the end of the 15 minutes, they said, we have to know now what to do. In essence, he said he didn't know. Does that mean that he really didn't know? That he didn't have the doctrine to know? It means in his saying that he didn't know, there was more of what he knew and he didn't know than most people would say, I know what to do. It was a very deep word. Saying that a person doesn't know when it's distilled through das ter means that that is, in essence, the greatest das, which is das ter. We have to think about that. And we are. And thinking about other things, so are you thinking about 
what is, if there is, and in the question is part of the terrorists, the connection, a connection, more connections between Perm and Pesach. It also has to do with the four parshas, and there's a very interesting correspondence to the between the third and the fourth coast when we don't uh, when we don't drink another coast. All right, but that's well, well that's another uh, that's another drusha. But just right now, what's the connection? Perm and Pesach. Give us a call at 718 5858. Be the simp of the Dancio Prelog, the Rev, the Rev of the Cause, and the Cause is you, licensed by the State of Awareness to live life to the fullest. Days of Tashem. Yeah. That's not Guy, though. That's saying that um, I appreciate recognize and express my gratitude to Kaddish Baruch Hu for giving us this time to share together to grow for greatness. Steigon! All right, we will be back after this, but give us a call at 718-683-5858. J-Root Radio, we are here for you. Come on, everybody. Get with it. Be the simple. Let's move it along right here, wherever you are in Brooklyn or around the world. Get in touch with us because we are in touch with you. J Root Radio, 718-683-5858. V, the Reb with a cause. All right, Ron, take it away. Hasta luego, andale.
All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me. This is Parents and Babe. All right, we're doing a little bit of a short show today. We didn't hear from you. But I uh, want to let you know you can reach us, 718-683-5858. Tell us the difference between, or rather connection between Purim and Pesach. And while we are not on the FM right now, I believe the goal of the station is to expand. And I'll let you know about that. But you can reach us on our phone line and on our app line. You should be hearing more about that. But one of the things I wanted to mention is something which I talked about before, which is noticing and being aware of the weather, particularly now, which is pretty hard to ignore, right? It's extremely cold. In fact, it is the coldest part of the winter to date. Now, you'll recall that I told you at the end of partial smoke, Schmose. There is a clay yucker. Now you look at the second part of his drush, or the second drush, where he says that everything that is in the creation, Hashem made it so that that which is about to finish and end fights the hardest. And Paro knew that the end was near, and that's why he made it even harder. Moshe Rabbeinu comes to Kodesh Baruch Hu, asking him, pleading with him, Hashem, you told us you're taking us out of Mitzrayim. The Sheba is going to end. The ghoul is coming. But now, it appears as though Tyrell has made it even harder, more difficult, taking away even the straw to make the bricks. And what does Hashem say? Atatira. Now you're going to do And then the Klayoko says on this, everything, if you look in the creation, cries and speaks out eloquently that that which is about to end fights the hardest. A woman in birth, and I'm not giving the order that he says it in, but when she's about to give birth, the hardest part is when she's in labor. In the beginning of the Drasha, he says that the night is darkest before dawn. And the coldest part of the winter, the intensification of the cold, of the blustery, wintry winds that blow and the weather increases in cold just before it's about to turn into the time where the sun begins to warm the skies and the land. When Ovi, the spring, is about to blossom with its warmth and beauty. And we see that. Now you see it for Hush. As I'm standing here in Lakewood, uh, I can feel, see the snowflakes falling amidst the wintry blast. The intensity of the cold is palpable, tangible. But it's a simon of Gula, the spring that's coming, of Pesach, between Purim and Pesach. The Simka, the Gula. It's all here, waiting for us. So I'm telling you, my friends, hold on, because on a general level and on a, and on a specific level, everything that is about to end fights the hardest and the fiercest, and that's where we are now. So I want to tell you something. Hold on. Don't quit. And, and be strong. 
you'll see things will get better business, Jim. All right. I want to thank you for joining us today. Reach J. Root at 718-683-5858. And uh, I want to wish everybody in Yerushalayim a good night. And I wish our friends here in the United States of America and around the globe a good day and a good year. And keep in mind between Purim and Pesach just how special it is, how special you are. Remember, in the words of Hillel, the rest is commentary. Now, go and learn.